You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey everybody, welcome back. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Brand new episode of Cup, How the Pop Culture Podcast coming at you. You down with KPP? Yeah, you know me. What the hell is wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Why are you the way that you are? Why are we the way that we are? Good question. <laughs> Hitting all the old favorites. Yeah. Trying so to get we- some stuff, back to some stuff that we haven't done in a while. Starting with a, yeah, you know me. The what was the question? What did they ask us? What did who ask us? They. Well, we used to kind of do a pick one out of a hat. A getting to know you question kind of let the listeners out there know a little bit more about the three of us so we thought hey we've got patrons we got people who pay for the privilege <laughs> mm-hmm. of access to us mm-hmm. so we said hey guys what do you want to know about us and they're, they're apparently they're fine they, they're good <laughs> they know everything they need to know they think they do so we didn't get any responses so if you <laughs> want to be a patron if you have something you're dying to know, become a patron. One dollar gets you access to our secret Facebook page, and you can ask us a question. And so, yeah, we'll probably pick it because yeah. we, we got nothing else. <laughs> so, yeah. so we're just gonna go with the default one. It's probably terrible. So if you, you know, someone else out there could have come up with a better question. So it's really on you that this is not a great question. So wow, what did mm. we what did we pick? Uh, we picked if. I don't know. <laughs> you didn't write it down? I didn't write it down. <laughs> if you could choose one sitcom to live in, what would it be? Oh, okay. To live in. Right. What, yeah, live in that world. With live in that people. world. Like, with yeah. those, Zapped to with that those universe. people. Like, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Anybody got any first, you know, like immediate... I could drink a beer at Cheers. Really See, I thought about Cheers, too. Yeah. I was like, that'd be cool. I'd just hang out at the bar all the time. Yeah, you know, that's pretty good. I don't know. Some of them would be horrible places, though. That's what my problem is. I watch a lot of shows about terrible people. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> do I actually want to live in that yeah, world I where... Yeah, be around them. Or who knows what's going on in the Cosby show. No. Um, <laughs> well, at one time, I would have said, hey, that's be a cool place to live. Cliff Huxtable. We yeah. could act out things in there, you know, solve a problem by you, pretending to. Now, and you what, could lip sync to songs. Yeah, that's down what the I mean. That seems fun. Yeah, but if you live in an '80s show, do you have to live in that time period? It's like no internet. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. So The Office is one of our favorite shows, but right. I don't know if I want to go work in an office. Yeah, that seems pretty boring. Fun, yeah, you know? I like I would laugh at Michael Scott, but I would not want him to actually be right. <laughs> right. So this this is gonna take some thinking. I could you know what? I don't know. Let's move on. I, that may be my answer. I don't wanna <laughs> uh, My First immediate thought, because so, I watch you know, Seinfeld, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Like, I like dark, cynical shows. Yeah. But no, I do not want to live no, there. But I terrible. thought the, the most kind of heartwarming show I love is Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Um, the town is full of idiots, <laughs> but I'm used to that. Like, yeah, that's we how, can that's, relate to that. That's, <laughs> our, that's reality now, anyway. So I thought, you know, the, all her coworkers really love each other and support each other, and yeah. it's like a good, wholesome environment, small town, Indiana. I, I wouldn't mind that, but I, I don't know if it would be my be-all, end-all pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man. Maybe you want to live in uh, in the apartment with uh, Larry and Balky. <laughs> yeah. Make it, make it, make it baby it, Yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't want to stay, you wouldn't want to fill in the circle the semicircle on it's always <laughs> 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 uh, um gee whiz what about something like happy days that's not bad i kind of like that i could yeah. miss a c cooking me dinner time. yeah i could i could basically take over for chuck shoot hoops <laughs> you're the new chuck i could shoot hoops in the driveway I'm back, Mom. where have you been <laughs> let's for dinner you're shorter yeah you get down to owls yeah I mean, big owls. Yeah, yeah. It's got the new wood paneling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give advice. Yeah. It'd be great. Put yeah. my motorcycle together. My eyes <laughs> closed. I assume a lot of people are thinking, "Oh, come on, you guys, you're too good to sip coffee in Central Perk." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like friends, but I that's I don't want to live there. Ah, uh, man, I. I'd probably fit best as a patient on uh, Bob Newhart's show. <laughs> He'd be my psychologist. Um, yeah, Happy Days is pretty fun. I could yeah. be a golden girl. Golden girl, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tire, yeah. That would be pretty great. I wouldn't mind uh, spending a little time in San Diego over at uh, Three's Company. Yeah. I think that would. Yeah. I think that Come might knock be on my door. I can just get a apartment yes. in that building. Be the new Mister Furley. Down to the Regal Beagle. This is sounding oh, pretty good. This is my answer. I'm telling you right now. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Levels. There's all kinds of levels. You get the you know Jack Tripper. He's a chef. He can cook you whatever you want. You got take your pick of the of the girls on the show. Jeez. You know you Joyce DeWitt and whoever name one through four that came along. So I, I like that idea. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anybody locking in on anything? Is that what it was? My only other thought is, this might be left field, but Futurama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Living in the future. And I always love that show where the craziest things would happen. People's heads would get cut off. They'd, they'd lose arms. They'd have horrible injuries. But, like, the technology's there. Everyone, like, the stakes are so low. <laughs> you yeah. can put, everything can get put back together. Everything's fine. So it's it seems like kind of a relaxed atmosphere, but the technology is so far ahead of its time. Nixon's still president, but I could probably survive that. Yeah, as much as I'd like, I'd like to put my feet up on Andy Griffith's porch, mm-hmm. have some Aunt B's cooking. 
Occasionally eat one of Leon's peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. <laughs> Don't eat one of Aunt B's pickles. <laughs> I could just let myself in and out of the other cell. Yeah. <laughs> Be the new owner. Yeah, just come in. Yeah. You get pretty, your hair cut down floor. Pretty, yes. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like I that. I like that. That's a I like that. that. That's pretty great. Wow. No Gilligan's Island or Brady Bunch. I don't or, want to be on an island. That's I don't either. Bad. That's stuck on horrible. A, that's pretty. pretty I, I was already or on work it. in a junkyard. I don't. Want yeah, to do I was that. on the island in 1989. Yeah. Oh no, I've got it. I want to be a writer on the Alan Brady show. <gasps> I was waiting. Yeah, I thought for sure yeah, you were going to say that you were going to be a Dick go. Van Dyke Dick show. I was like, Van you can be the Ottoman. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now I, I, I think I've narrowed down to two. I either want to work. For the catering company on Party Down, or be a uh, you know follow, it's a it's a short drive from what we're doing here to just being a part of the crew on news radio. Mm. I like all those people. It's a there's a lot of good uh, witty you know conversations going on. We can have very underrated have show. News yes, radio absolutely. Terrific. I'd work for Dave Foley. Yeah. So, man. There you go. What was yours, Cliff? I think I'm going to stick with Three's Company. I like that. Three's Company, that's yeah. pretty good. That's yeah, pretty like good. That. Yep. I think we uh, I think we did it. I knew you'd end up on Dick Van Dyke Show. <laughs> what in the good Lord is going on? Nothing. Them just some fellas I play car pranks with. The worst thing about prison was the... Was the Dementors? Nobody exists on purpose. Nobody belongs anywhere. Everybody's gonna die. There are no strings on me. So if you want to make more money and uh, keep the money that you make, better call Saul. He looks like a panda and a Disney princess had a baby. Somebody royally forked up. Somebody forked up. Randall! Okay, stay in your room! First I thought you and the others were gods. Then I realized you're just men. And I know men. You guys, look at my dirty girl! Roll on snare drum. Curtain. Good joke. Yeah, I could see you and Sally Rogers getting down in there. <laughs> flirting with each other <laughs> she's a dead woman <laughs> wow what have you been watching Cliff um I I watched a lot of This Is Us I was behind I got behind oh my gosh I it's if I get behind on something like that, it's I'll never go back. You know, well, it's too much. Yeah, I ended up watching um, one, two, three, four. I think wow. five episodes in the last week. Yeah. I wondered why I've been commenting. So, what you have know, you been watching, Seth? Yeah, <laughs> I've been watching. This is us. Now, I'm sure we have listeners who tune in just to hear what's happening on this. Episode. I yeah, it's so. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I didn't mean that to sound sarcastic. <laughs> really? Are you sure? No, I really... But that's not a thought. I, I keep waiting for the show to get bad. 
And it really it hasn't for me. Like I, I, I keep thinking They know the recipe. They to do tug at your heartstrings. Oh my god. I, I at the end of the last episode this week, I was like, Are you kidding me? Am I crying again? Oh I know. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. I have know? to take breaks in between episodes. <laughs> so I watched um I started off and I think this is about where we left off talking about, uh, with Hell of a Week part one. Okay, this is going back several yeah. weeks now. Yeah, where they showed from three different episodes, I think, different perspectives of the kids. What happened yeah. that week? Yeah, they were talking Along with all their miscellaneous flashbacks. Like, it's a big <laughs> cluster. It is. You have to be... Okay, does does that have a beard or a mustache? Or what? That's <laughs> the, how you know what era it yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's, that's it. So, yeah, uh, Hell of Week Part 1. I mean, uh, are they making corn sandwiches or are they eating out? <laughs> The big three. If you don't know the big three, those are the your your uh, Randall. Yeah, Randall. <laughs> Got to put some marbles in your mouth. Randall. There you go. <laughs> Kate and um, Kevin. Okay, Randall is the the adopted. He's played by uh, Stuart um, or uh, Sterling K. Brown. Um, I don't know where I got Stuart from, but. Uh, He's the adopted black child, and Kevin and Kate are twins. They're all born the same day. Uh, it's a whole back history thing, but we see them grow up, and we see them a lot more as adults. So this one starts out with uh, their their like toddler age and sleeping in their bed for the first time. Rebecca's sick. Their mom, Jack, says he'll take care of them and get them to bed. Okay. Then Randall, little Randall gets up and uh, Jack get, puts him back to bed, tells Randall he has to pay more attention to Kate and, and Kevin because they're quote unquote dink dink high maintenance. So here I think this was our first kind of the beginning of Randall's anxiety, what he's putting on him. So, um, so then we have Hell of a Week Part 2. Kevin's in Pittsburgh because so his ex-wife Sophie's mom died. She's, he goes for the... <laughs> Falling at Jordan. His ex-wife Sophie's mom. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you don't know, now you know. So she dies. He goes back to the, uh, back to the uh, Pittsburgh for the funeral. And we find out this is the Goodwill Hunting. where they When they were yeah. teenagers, they went to go watch Goodwill Hunting. The electricity went out in the theater, and so they left and never watched the end of Goodwill Hunting. Okay, all these years they were better for it. Yeah, and and it was a thing between them where they would make up an ending and then tell it to each other for years. So, um, oh, that that was also the episode that had N Night Shyamalan. So I kept he he yeah. guest stars as a director. Well, yeah, Kevin's it's been going. Actor. It's been going on for a year or so that he's supposedly in an M Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, but he <laughs> so, was. Yeah, <laughs> I kept waiting for a big twist on this ending on this episode. It never really happened. Well, this whole show has twists constantly. Well, They'll yeah. be like all, all of a sudden, it's not when you think it is. Yeah. So um, we kind of get a glimpse of Kevin being uh, like an actual adult and being you know unselfish during this whole funeral process and his relationship that he has screwed up multiple times with her with sophie um and, it, and it's got a sweet moment you know with her 
we see uh, when when they actually get to the funeral, her uh, seeing him sitting there in the crowd, not knowing he's there because she's about to fall apart and recognizes him and kind of she pulls herself together type thing. It was a sweet little thing for a, a, a funeral scene, and we get uh, Hell Week Part Three. The whole thing we get we get to see a glimpse of Kevin's relationship with Sophie's mother who was very supportive of him when he was trying to become an actor and uh, in place of what he wasn't getting from Rebecca, his own actual mother. So we kind of get a little idea of their relationship a little bit more. And, you know, Kevin's always seen as um, irresponsible and uh, just the big fun uncle type of character. So, um, Hell of a Week Part 3, we're into that. Uh, we, we this is this is a good Mandy Moore episode because we see uh, Rebecca is the one holding the Pearson family together all these years. It's not really Jack; it's Rebecca, the mother. Um, and then, uh, which and, and that led us into why it's such a big deal for her to being diagnosed with dementia or whatever at this point. You know, she's the one that's held them together, and now she's starting to fall apart. And we see as the family starts to fall apart and the relationship's there. So, uh, Kate and Toby are fighting. He pouts about missing work. Uh, doesn't want to go to the retreat for the blind uh, blind children. I hope you're getting to the real important part. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. What The main thing that pertains to our interests. <laughs> okay. Uh <laughs> <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, when he's playing with the kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, so Kate and Toby are fighting, and uh, he doesn't want to go on the on the retreat for the blind children, and Toby's having issues just with being a dad in general, and he says every time he looks at his son, he uh, makes him sad. So Rebecca swoops in, goes with volunteers to go with Kate to the retreat, and she says. Kate tells Toby he doesn't have to go, um, and he needs to man up with it. So, uh, there's a thing in the swimming pool at the the retreat where Rebecca makes Kate go night swimming, and uh, Rebecca, at the end, she said, to get her to go in, Rebecca says to her daughter, you're fat, I'm ancient, we're gorgeous. (laughs) Out at the pool, Rebecca tells Kate about her uh, diagnosis of memory loss problems um, that she's been going through. And then uh, before Kate can get all cry about it, she tells her daughter that the knowledge that everything could drastically change has become a source of, you know, it's, it's made her more powerful. She feels free and not to pity her because she's going to seize the day and, and live life as much as full as she can right here i wrote down i just love uh that they uh they realized they're the sad three so with the pearson kids because they always call them the big three but i thought i think calling themselves the sad three is much more appropriate not in this episode but as a series (laughs) that's all so somebody's always crying they've all got problems so they're the sad three um kate tells toby to dad up or get out he takes care. He decides he's going to take care of little Jack. Okay. Here's so, where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. <laughs> so Toby, his big thing with having a child was he had vintage Star Wars Kenner 
um, action figures that he had collected, and he wanted to share those with his <sighs> son. They were going to sell them at one point. Yeah, right? she years, did sell them. Ago, no, she, she did them. sell them. Yeah, she sold them like eighty bucks or something. And then something. yeah, and then had to get them back. So we get the scene with where he's playing with his little blind son. Hey Jack, I'm going to introduce you to something very important to me. Okay. This is Star Wars. And he's making, he's got the Star Wars figures out. And he's making, you know, the little Wookiee sound and, and the, the droid beats He's got an Obi-Wan and a, like, I mean, everything. He had a Luke. Yeah, he had a Luke. He had a um, R2-D2 that was the mintest looking R2-D2 I'd ever seen. Yeah, that none of these look played with at all. (laughs) Now, yes, Star Wars had some pretty epic visuals but it also has some pretty epic audio see this guy ben bird he designed all the sounds for the movie and pretty much revolutionized sound design so check it out this is luke skywalker and this is his lightsaber and when he turns it on it goes and this this is his trusty droid r2d2 and he goes But then, <laughs> but in the Han Solo, yeah, was just not the original. No, there was a few different versions though in the first couple of years. Yeah, you had the big head and the little head. Yeah, and that's super. There's nerdy, one that looks know, really weird. Yeah, yeah, that's the big head. I think. Yeah, um, but then he pulls out this. <laughs> I love the Venn diagram of This Is Us watchers <laughs> and people who know the minutia of Kenner Star Wars. <laughs> and they're all this table. <laughs> <laughs> no, they know who's watching that show. Oh yeah. They know people get sucked into it. So yeah, he's playing with these, and he pulls out like these, these Star Wars figures. It was a Chewbacca, and uh, yeah, I thought basically what I was saying, we thought that when he talked about this a year or two ago, that he was upset because he wanted to share that when the kids are like old enough to appreciate it. But yeah. no, he gets these out and he's introducing Princess Leia and everything to his blind son and letting him suck on these freaking he's vintage sti- he's figures. Sticking them in his mouth. Now they weren't all vintage. We had a whole discussion. Right, it was some were, some were, and but it was a big th- deal. Yeah, so those, it was obvious. I would say that a couple of the that Obi Wan was looked like a first series to me. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, you're just gonna let this kid slobber all over these freaking mm-hmm. ruin the little stickers on him and everything, that's, especially R two. That's pure love. True. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So he's really is super depressed. I'd say. Yeah, he's willing to go there. Yeah. So ends up the kid chokes, not on the Star Wars yeah. figures, but the kid chokes. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, did he swallow R two D two? He's got a lightsaber stuck in his throat. No, Boba, no, 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 rocket firing Boba Fett stuck in. Yeah, his yeah. <laughs> You're, yeah. Oh, that's the twist. You're what caused this the was, recall. Yeah, this was. <laughs> that was the prototype. It's the only one with a firing rocket. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So that prompted the whole... to taunt you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. 
I thought the discussion we had in the messenger was good. Um, so yeah, so the whole thing, kid chokes, to- Toby, you know, pats pats him hard enough on the back, gets it up, takes him to the doctor, but he's you know still freaking out. Um, then we see Kate's as a teenager, her teen boyfriend Mark. He sucks. Whatever. Um, he's mean. And then uh, obviously has mental problems. Um, also, hey, what's up with Kate and uh, neighbor Gregory? Because, like, on the retreat. Oh, they're going to end up together. Yeah. On the retreat, you think she's talking to her husband about, you know, all the blind kid stuff. And she's calling freaking Gregory down the street. So mm. that was a whole thing. Then we get next episode is the cabin. So what happens is after all this crap, they find out about their mom and and her upcoming appointment to figure out if she has Alzheimer's or, or whatever her diagnosis is. They're all sad. We have anxiety problems, kid problems, husband problems, um, girlfriend, ex-wife problems. All that's going on. So they decide they're going to go to the cabin. Okay, that's what they're going to do. We get a flashback back to the fall of 93 um, at the cabin. So it's 1993. Jack, their dad, is uh, doing a very Jack thing. And he makes his family, he gets this idea they're going to do a time capsule at the cabin and bury something, each person. And then they're going to dig it up when the kids are 18 in five years. Okay. So... um, it pretty much works out like you would expect. Kate is all excited about it, teenagers, um, and gets into it. Randall is, he's all upset and can't, he's too anxious to decide what he's going to put in the time capsule. And Kevin doesn't give two craps because he just doesn't care about anything but Sophie. So he takes a picture of Sophie and puts it in there, I think. Um, Jack's sitting That's going to pay off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jack is sketching the dream home he wants to build out next to the cabin for him and Rebecca to grow old in um, that would over up on the hill overlook the cabin with the big glass doors. Okay, we've seen this house. Now I'm like, I feel like I should have buried pictures of a bunch of hot girls in a time capsule years ago. Yeah. Then you take them, you have a much better chance. You're like, look at this picture of us I put in there. That's right. All this is us. <laughs> So oh, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is a full recap of the series. Yeah, well, I, I got it written down. I'm going through it. We get Chekhov's time. Chekhov's time capsule. Okay, uh, we buried it. Whatever. Um, uh, we're we're back adults at the cabin. Um, Kevin's all upset about his mom. Whatever. So they decide they're going to do they're working on the uh kate and randall are working on the pearson family photo puzzle from back in the day they're talking about rebecca and kate's scared she's going to lose her that type of thing just when they finally repaired their relationship and have kind of worked it out and then um the puzzle is done they discovered there's one puzzle piece missing and randall smiles because he knows exactly where it is so they have to go dig up the time capsule kevin finds his picture with sophie um, of course, he still loves her and all that stuff. Kate pulls out an old game of MASH. Did you understand that? MASH? It said um, she ended up with a mansion married to Joey Lawrence. Like, that's what's oh. MASH? That, I don't know. Let me look it up. 
Okay. That sounds familiar. Randall said... Is that, that's the paper thing that you did the... Is that what that, that was? That sounds... I told, first thing I thought of, too, but I don't remember. Uh, is that maybe, what, is that maybe that's what it was. Yeah. I didn't like get that. Fold, fold it back and, and forth. Yeah. Pick a color. One, yeah. two, three, four. Uh, yeah, I didn't get that. Um, Randall says, Joey Lawrence ain't got nothing on Tobias. So, <laughs> I wrote that down. Uh, <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was important, apparently. Uh, there's two more bags in the capsule. They first they pull out. It's the sketch that Jack made that day of his house what? he wanted to build. So they assume that their dad put that in there. Then they open Rebecca's and they find a mixtape cassette. So they have to play it. They go in magically have a tape recorder there of some sort that they can play it in. Um, but they then realize it's not Rebecca's item. It's Jack's. And he's made a recording that day. So they get to hear his voice again. So that was a special thing. Kids get, you know, he's been gone for years and years since they were 17. Um, now they're like 40 years old. So they get to hear their dad's voice again. He's talking. And then um, after that, the adult big three are crying. No doubt thinking about they're going. <laughs> all they're going to lose when they lose Rebecca. Okay. So now the sad three don't seem as sad anymore. Uh, Randall has decided, he says he thinks he needs therapy, and then they're all like, yep, and we're like, yep. Could have told you that in season one. So uh, Kevin takes the sketch, decide he's going to build that house. That's that episode. Cloud. Well, flash forward to he did. Yeah, he, he did. Yeah. yeah. So they see, you see Yeah, the we house. see, yeah. Clouds is the last episode I watched. Randall's trying out therapy, um, which was interesting. This is the most recent episode. Yeah, this is the recent one. Randall blurts out, um, if it wasn't for him, his whole family would have fallen apart. And then uh, so calmly to suggest it's no revelation because he believes that to be true. So this is not a, uh, I'm in therapy and I'm realizing it. It's just, I already know this. I'm holding it all together in his view. He's, yeah, he's too smart for therapy, yeah. basically. He thinks he's too smart for therapy. Right. So, it's obviously a ridiculous mess. Yeah. Um, the, the thing I liked about this episode, though, was when Kevin, who says he's going to take Rebecca to her appointment, um, they end up going to the record store because she says she always wanted to go to this record store. And they never got around to it. So he tells her he's going to take her to the record store. And we get this whole flashback thing about baseball cards. And Kevin collecting baseball cards as a child. Which I totally could relate to. And it's this whole thing where... That's not a vintage 1987 Don Russ. Come on. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, so we get this whole thing where he talks. His, he kind of cons his mom into taking him to the baseball card shop while they're out getting groceries and doing errands and that type of stuff. She doesn't want to take him, but we get this really nice moment of, we see how fun Rebecca can be. So she decides and she makes a whole game of it. Cause he's looking for this certain one card to complete his, you Who know, was that guy? Cause I don't even remember did, ever hearing of him. I didn't either. It was like, some nobody, but he best, but he was the only card he didn't have from that year. Yeah. For, to complete that set. Um, which I can totally relate to. So, uh, so th yeah, so they go that, and then they t he takes her to the record store while they're there. She's listening to this Joni Mitchell Clouds album, and she tells him the story about when Rebecca and Jack, first time road trip they took to Los Angeles, 
They tried to find Joni Mitchell's house, but they couldn't find it in Laurel Canyon. So seven, Kevin says, well, let's go find it. What's and, so funny, though, about the moment, that moment is, because back then, that's what it would be like. Back in the 70s, when they went to look for Joni Mitchell's house, they can't find it. They're driving around. And he's like, oh, well, let's go find it. And he just looks on his phone. Google it. He's a, it just... His GPS immediately will just take him to that house. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, it used to be harder back in the day. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He says, hey, Siri or something. Yeah. Uh, where's Joni Mitchell's old house? And me pop, pops up with the picture and he's like, is this it? She's, you know, freaking out because, oh my God, that's it. And he's like, yeah. Okay. So let's go. <clears throat> so they do that. Um, and then we get the, uh, after that, we he ends up, she doesn't want to go to the doctor's appointment. He makes her go. So this is, again, Kevin being more responsible. He could have just blown it off like he normally does, went and did something fun. and uh, But he makes her go to the appointment. And then they find out she basically is being diagnosed with all, Alzheimer's. Okay. So sad stuff. But, um, and then by the end of the episode, we're crying over a stupid Graham Nash song. You know, she's Mandy Moore is singing um, "Our House" and and telling the story about when he wrote. You know, he lived there with Joni Mitchell and wrote the song, and it's very very sad. And good luck getting through that. Only for you. Come on, sing it. Our house is a very 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 fun very fun house (laughs) two cats in the yard in the yard life used to be so hard now everything is easy because of you i'll light the fire you place the flowers in the vase that you bought today other than that i just wrote i like, the thing i liked about that episode <laughs> i remember was uh sterling k brown seeing the psychologist or whatever and yeah you don't see her face the whole time mm-hmm. but i was like i know i recognize the voice and it was pamela adlon at the end of the episode i don't know why they were hiding who it was the whole episode but they did they waited the whole episode to show who it was at the end i was like it's like cool but i don't know why it was a big thing or whether she's going to be like a bigger character now or something yeah which i, I really enjoyed the therapy like because he's so controlling he's a, amazing he, he is he's a, he's a really show. good yeah. actor that just acting like a maniac yeah you know he's good at it. um i i the last thing i wrote down was sterling k brown mandy moore have absolutely owned the season they are great um, the whole cast is good, but I mean, I just, I just wait for their scenes. I love Mandy Moore in this, in this show. So this is us. Wow. That was a, right, that was everybody. a thing. Thanks for tuning in to our regular, <laughs> this is us recaps. We'll see you next time. My name is Jordan Lowe. <laughs> Put this one in the vault. <laughs> hey, you know what other show we haven't talked about in a long time? What's what? that? This is Zombies. <laughs> I was, I was good. I was have that in my notes to talk about Walking Dead, even though I don't watch it anymore because I just want to have you tell me story. We, time. we need to recap story time. We just uh, had the uh, second half 
series season just premiered. Did you tell us about the first half of this? No, season? not at all. Because <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. This season. Some, some woman come up to me at work and say, "Do you still watch Walking Dead?" I'm like, "Nope," and I haven't heard my story yet. So this is season ten, wow. and I talked about the first episode of season ten. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I've not talked about anything since episode oh nine gosh. just came. So out. give us the this is us. Yeah, so I, <laughs> episode I, by episode. So Cliff has a paragraph for everyone. I have a sentence. That's uh, that's better, God. A sentence fragment. Yeah. Uh, so we're still dealing with the whisperers, the people who wear the skin yep, yep. suits yeah. to blend mm-hmm. in. Yeah. Uh, so this so, is all comic stuff. I, mean, I know what right. you're talking about. That's uh, why this works. So episode two of season ten, we got Alpha and Beta's origin. That is the the female who is in charge of things, and her second in command, the huge tall guy. Is he a basketball Beta. player? They have not. He hasn't taken his mask off yet. Oh, oh. Uh, introduced introduced <laughs> Thora Birch as Gamma Ghost World. Yes, Ghost World, American Beauty. Hmm. Uh, I really like her as an actress, so I was happy to see her on the show. Um, so she's she's given a name, Gamma, so she has a rank somewhere in their was she organization. In the uh, was huh? Gamma in the comics? No, I don't believe I say, so. I don't remember yeah. that. So things go on. There, there's you know, They put a... The last season ended with a border with the heads on spikes. Mm-hmm. Don't cross our border. Yeah. So the Whisperers changed the border... Uh, they 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 show off. They have these waves of walkers that they can unleash at any time. So uh, look out, Aaron, the guy who lost his hand, yeah. now has a spike ball attachment. Ooh, I like that. It's a like the size ball. of like like a know, mace, maybe like a volleyball, a little bit smaller than a volleyball with spikes on That's it. That's big. That he can that he can bang on people's heads. Uh, episode <laughs> four, the king Ezekiel. He's also How's it go to the bathroom. He's. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he has a couple of attachments. But when things get serious, he puts on the spike ball. <laughs> I want to see what's all the attachments together. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm tuning in, to see the new attachment every week. So the king, Carol, has left him. We've had time jump. You know, they were together. She's gone. Uh, he's feeling sad. Michonne tries to comfort him. And he kisses Michonne. Ezekiel? And, yes. Oh. And she says, maybe in another universe. Which, in the comics, Later. they were together in the yeah. comics. So I thought that was maybe a comic call-out. That, that sounds hey, right. There's yeah. a different universe that's yeah. may happen. Not here, not, bro. Yeah. So a tree falls down on the, on the wall, which okay. is a bad day. Yeah. The zombies can then get in. Yeah. And people are freaking out. Uh, and they fixed it somehow. Um, the kids there's were, an episode. They were bullying Lydia. Right. It was Alpha's daughter. Lydia, oh, Lydia. Alpha's daughter, Lydia, has been living with them, and they know she's, oh, you're one of them. So they've been bullying her, and they were going to attack her. Out steps Negan, Mr. Miyagi style, and saves her, and beats oh, up all these jumps teenagers. Off the, jumps off the fence. <laughs> he oh, beats man. up teenagers. And with a bat? No, 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 no. Just straight hand to hand. Oh, yeah. he accidentally killed one. Oh, whoops. So he Sorry was, about that. He a spike was, ball on my head. But hand. he's been trying to like <laughs> redeem himself. He's like, I'm not a bad guy like you thought I am. Not but well, he guy. killed a teenager. So he bolts. He takes off. Um, he That's goes off on his own. He's going to go back to the to where the saviors were. He finds it and it's just dilapidated. And everything he built is destroyed. He's sad like we all would be. Uh, he meets a fanboy who's like, you're Negan? I've heard of Negan. Negan's awesome. And he starts following him around. And he gives him his jacket and his bat back. Oh, so this whoa. kid had like 
Hmm. And he found Neg- you know, he's a fan of Negan and yeah. thinks Negan's cool, but Negan doesn't agree. Uh, we learned Ezekiel has thyroid cancer, so they must be Downer. going to be writing him off the show apparently. Yeah. But you know, what do you do in this world? There's no treatment. There's no, you know, you just yeah. gotta you gotta live with it. Uh, so Carol has gone insane. The beginning of the season, she was popping pills. And now she's like acting all kind of suicidal. If you remember her, does anybody even like Carol? She used to be the best. And now she's kind I of gone off the rails. Her. So she, in living in the kingdom, she had this adopted son whose name escapes me, and he was killed at the end of last season. So that's kind of her motivation. Like my, ki- you know, she's had real kids die. She's killed. She's killed yeah, kids. Yeah. But somehow this annoying adopted kid of hers has made her go crazy. So her and Daryl are out looking for this horde because they think, well, if we can distract, distract or divert or destroy the Whisperer's you know, big weapon, all these zombies, we can take care of things. So she's kind of cavalier and crossing this border. And she's like, ah, nobody's watching. We'll be all right. Um, Negan tries to join the Whisperers because uh-huh. he realizes there's nothing out there for him. He doesn't want to go back. So he's like, hey, I can be a whisperer. And, of course, he can never shut his mouth. So there's interesting scenes of them, <laughs> hey guys. <laughs> of them sitting around. And he's just cracking wise. And everyone's just glaring. Does he have a skin mask on? Uh, not yet. That'd be gotta, hilarious. you got to earn that. Uh, that would be hilarious if he's like cracking jokes under a skin mask. <laughs> uh, Eugene's been messing with ham radio. He made contact with somebody. <laughs> oh, Whoa, that's what might, happened. Might be important later. God, Eugene's still around? Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep. We we dealt with Sadiq for a lot, the doctor, and he had he was dealing with PTSD from some of the stuff that went down. So he's having problems, and there's this weird fast spreading illness going around the the within the walls, mm. and we learned it's the water has been tainted, and it looks like it was done on purpose. What? So we learn that the. The guy who came in at the beginning of the season, Dante, yeah, who was like annoying and no one liked. Well, he was a spy for the Whispers. What? And he killed Sadiq. So, put him in the water. This guy lived out in the wilderness wearing zombie skin yeah. with nothing to eat but grubs and worms. Right. Comes behind the wall, has like fresh fruit and like running water, and he still sabotaged. You know, I, I don't get why you would. Stay faithful, but he was a true believer, I guess. Yeah. So that brings us to the mid-season finale, and uh, we see Judith keeping a journal because she thinks it's important to write down this story. Right. She can read right now. She's old enough. Uh, If you've read the comics, that has some play in in the final stretch of the comics, so I think they're already planting those seeds. We We meet a stranger named Virgil, who's from a naval base. Okay. Somewhere. We haven't seen him before. And so Dante, they've got him in prison in the one prison cell they have. Worst thing about prison. There's all (laughs) (laughs) Dante's. They have have all this debate. What do we do about Dante? Well, Father Gabriel decides to just prison shank him. (laughs) So Gabriel kills Dante. And at the very end, Carol and Daryl and a whole bunch of other people... Carol and Daryl and her other brother. Yeah, and her other brother. Meryl. They're, they're running around. Oh, there's this alpha. Look. Oh, there's Chaser. She's going into a cave. And they go into a cave and they fall in a hole. So Alpha had planned a trap. There's a cave full of zombies. Right. And then mm. they just fell in the hole. So they can't get out of the hole. And there's a deeper hole with even more zombies in it. And there's there's zombies everywhere in this That's cave. That's an intricate trap. Right. So yeah. it's a... 
It's a lot of holes. It's, a lot of levels. It's a crazy cave hole. So that's where we've been sitting <laughs> yeah. since like Christmas or whatever. Okay. Then we come back, episode nine. Right. I'm uh, at the edge of my seat. There's they they say hey look like much like trimmers they do the same residual boulders so they hop on the boulders and yeah. get over the zombies so Mr Miyagi zombies, style yeah the zombies are reaching up <laughs> I've been waiting to use that again <laughs> so it's and this episode was pretty tense like uh you know it's it, it's it's they, they jump on a boulder if you miss it by you know one foot you're gonna you know, yeah. fall in a Boom. pit of, you're you're trying to like basically crowd surf over all these zombies yeah uh, Daryl. One of their, their arm gets cut off. Daryl lights it and uses it as a torch. So he's okay. carrying around a zombie Very arm cool. torch. Uh, Jerry is in the tunnel, and the wall it's very tight. Squeeze. Jerry has some trouble, so there's a lot of tension. And can Jerry get through <laughs> the cracks in these in these caves? And then he ends up saving the day. He does the if you remember uh, Secret Wars when the mountain collapses and the Hulk holds it up. Yeah. In the original yeah, Secret yeah. Wars, oh, yeah, yeah. well, Jerry holds up a beam. Okay. So everyone can get out of the cave. And we're like, oh, is this it for Jerry? But no, Jerry's all right. Uh, he goes on to marry Sandra. Who? S- Superstore. Jerry. Oh, Jerry. I was thinking of Parks and Rec. Mm. Oh, Jerry. <laughs> uh, there's a scene people were talking about. Uh, hmm. Alpha and Negan hook up. Oh, is this what the socks? That's what the lady. That's what the yeah. lady came in to me at work. Said, "Do you still watch this Alpha and Nigga? Did it? Yeah, that's who what leaves everyone, their socks on. That's what everyone was talking about what? this week. Somebody, left, that's what they're talking about. Is that? Yeah, somebody she, left their socks on. She kind of marched him out into the woods, and he thinks she's gonna kill him. Kill him. And he kind of. It's a. It was a good scene. Because he's like, Yo, everything I did, I did for other. Like he, he kind of. It's the first time he's kind of honest yeah. with someone about what he did, and he, I have regrets, of course, and that kind of stuff. And it's like, oh no, I'm, I'm marching you out here to have some quality time. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was disturbing. <laughs> yeah, the Eric Cartman voice you just used. So, have some time out of the I can't get no quality time. My partner can get some quality time. <laughs> Just quoting bad boys as I often do. <laughs> uh, so episode ends. There's a cave in, and two people whose names I never learned are trapped inside. Mm. What? So careful. Some some new. They're some, gonna die. Yeah. Some people's trapped. I don't know how. It might be a dumpster situation where they're under there the whole season, <laughs> or we might. By the time you hear this, they might already be rescued. But decent episode. Some actual tension. You know, being in a no dark. way it but lives up to this yes. to the recap. <laughs> This is the only way I will watch the show anymore, and it is great. So there's season 10, everybody. Wow. Up to the minute. Riveting. Caught up. Yikes. What else you got there? Man. Better Call Saul. What'd you say? Better Call Saul. Oh, yeah. First two episodes we've seen. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. Season five. Yeah. We're getting closer to where he is in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Closer what I kind of thought the show would be from the beginning. We're just kind of finally getting to that. Yeah. Where he is fully Saul Goodman wearing the bright, colorful shirts and and, and out there sweet-talking everyone and being a shyster. Yep. It's good. I can't wait to. I don't know how many episodes there are. I haven't looked to see how, how much they're doing, but I'm actually kind of... It, it must be... 
probably won't make it till summer, so it'll probably end in May. It must probably be 10 episodes. Probably 10, yeah. We had uh, Robert Forster, who was Yeah, that actor, was cool. Who had just passed away. We thought his last role was El Camino. Yeah. But he had a, a scene in this. And there was a mention. Probably, I mean, there's still a lot of things we don't know about Breaking Bad, but there's a reference asking about Gus Fring and what happened in Santiago because we never got Gus's origin. You know, we know something happened in Chile that, you know, something with his origin story, but we never learned it. So I'm thinking maybe they're planting some seeds. Oh, to- okay. I didn't get that. I thought they were just talking about what happened to him and his boyfriend and stuff like yeah because we don't yeah we don't really know how he got in in with the cartel yeah and it's 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 been hinted he's from like a powerful family but yeah we, oh, okay. we've never quite learned that but something happened in chile all was, i know is i love cam and camp this is where the whole show rotates for me yeah she's that is, whole relationship is the because you want them so bad to work out and you know it doesn't happen and you're seeing it happen yeah. you're seeing him lose her yeah with all the bad choices he's making and we all know it and she's even like sympathetic to him like even so much as like almost taking some of his traits and things to you know mirror him and then it's not working out for her it doesn't doesn't fit and you can just read it all over her face yeah it's 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 almost over and it's like oh Saul's not seeing it it's like so tragic yeah like do something different don't be an idiot <laughs> good stuff excellent it's a it's awesome show like i i can't believe that it is as good as it is i thought it was just going to be a shadow of breaking bad and it's just right there with it and i'm really invested in nacho Oh man, all those Mixed guys! In with the you know, Crazy Eight is back, and like, yeah, yeah, man. If he only knew what was coming. Well, I had forgotten some. This might be a spoiler for the rest of this season, so maybe I shouldn't say anything. But we there's a fact well, about I'm, Crazy Eight early in Breaking Bad that I'd forgotten. Well, I mean, if it's in Breaking Bad, it's it's fine. That he he was an informant. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had completely forgotten. Yeah. I was like, oh, so at some point, we're yeah. probably gonna he's gonna right. turn against the family and all. So yeah, right, there's more drama to come. Yeah, it's gonna be good. We had a lot of Mike and like we saw a different side of him there with his granddaughter that I wasn't expecting, but uh, good stuff. There was an announcement today. Oh what. America Ferrera. Oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. leaving Superstore. Yeah. Before the end of this season. Getting out while she can, I'd say. Yeah. There's a big cast, but I if you ask me what one character the show couldn't her. do without, I would think yeah. her. I yeah, totally she's, agree. She's the star of the show or she's the it all revolves around her. She's the lead character. Yeah. yeah. And uh and, but it seems seems like there's different creators on the show now mm-hmm. and you can you see a difference. The show was better before, as far as I'm concerned. It, I feel like it's went down just a tad the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, well, like I mean, a lot of shows that becomes broader, they become more stereotypical. Yeah, their character traits become more exaggerated. To, yeah, to make right, them. right, yeah. And there are still good episodes, but a lot of the times they're not always on the same 
yeah. level of it's the whole deal. Once the people get to get like you want her and him to get together, well, they are. So yeah, that tension's over. Right, right. Uh, so. I'm kind of. I'm hoping Glenn comes back as the manager. I'm kind. I liked it better when Glenn was the manager. Maybe Jerry will become the manager. Jerry, we yeah, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. He's a real. Put he's, Sandra in charge yeah. of something. Are you caught up with it? Um, I don't think I watched this week. Yeah, I haven't seen this week's. I think there's a very good Jerry moment. <laughs> <laughs> Tells off Jonah. Jerry, you didn't have to come. I told you to forget about it. I did, but then I remembered again. Hey, Jerry. Sandra told me you tried to make her do stuff with men for money. What? Oh, oh, earlier today? No, that was that was just talking. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I don't like that. Jerry, please calm down. I've never seen him this angry. If you ever mess with my marriage again, I will hate it. Got it. Understood. Sandra, could you bring home some magazines? Bye, Jonah. Bye, Jer. Take notes, Jonah. That's marriage material. And yes, he reads magazines. Oh, what? What? Listen, man. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I really liked uh, Sandra's wedding when her and Jerry get married. I thought that, that was a that, high point. That was yeah. a great episode. So. Yeah, and they finally, um, I don't know if we ever talked about it, but they finally acknowledged that Myrtle, the actress that played Myrtle, had passed away in the yeah. show, and they finally dealt with that. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's been some good stuff, though. Uh, but again, like you say, America Ferreira, like, I get she's the main character, but she's not, I don't like, I don't feel she's like vital to the storyline, so. But anyway, yeah, she was like this. She played the straight person. You right, know, she played right. the person that around all that the goofy. People. Everyone else looked crazy compared mm-hmm. to her. So they need somebody to be normal. Jonah's barely normal. Yeah, I got a feeling it's going to be him. Um, I watched uh, over on the History Channel this week. We or last week we had the docu series Washington um, that I really got in. Uh, got into that. It was really good. Man, you guys take this President's Day stuff serious. I know. It was very timely, narrated by Jeff Daniels, and then it had um, commentators on it throughout the... It's three episodes. I think they're an hour and a half long each. Uh, But Bill Clinton, Colin Powell, and a bunch of different historians were on there. And uh, it just covers, you know, all of Washington's entire life from... That'd be interesting. You know, his very young days as a... As a British soldier coming up, and um, it, it gets into it doesn't he give was you British. I thought he was American. Well, he was American, but he was in the British Army. <laughs> what we don't want them immigrants. But uh, but it did a really good job. I mean, it doesn't just hit on all the stuff everybody knows. You know what I mean? Like did it, really it have, got into. Did he really have wooden teeth? No, <gasps> and actually, scandalous. fake news, right? Yeah, he he did have artificial teeth that were made of out of like metal and springs, and then he had used <laughs> what for teeth? They were uh, he had used like <laughs> he bit down the cherry tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah. Jaws on <laughs> James Bond, um, but it kind of did look that way. Uh, but the teeth were like from like slaves mainly. Mm. So how? Yeah. A- yeah, yeah, yeah. Little the more you know. That's right. 
Um, but it also talked about you know how he was seen by the American people, by other founding fathers, and turmoil they had after the war uh, between themselves. They were fighting amongst themselves, and, and you know printing things in in uh, newspapers and stuff, just dragging each other through the mud. Um, so that was interesting. But um, the uh, the actor that played Washington. Uh, Nicholas Rowe, he doesn't really. I didn't think he looked a lot like Washington. He's kind of, he's tall, but he's a little too skinny. Personally, I thought, but um, but him and Nia Roberts plays Martha Washington. Uh, there was stuff about her I learned. I didn't know she was married before. Um, so there, scandal, exactly. Um, so there was a lot of that, just a lot of good, if you like history, if you like revolutionary history, there was a lot to. of good stuff in there. You used to like it? <laughs> you know, no, I just want the whole world to go away. <laughs> <laughs> but it was very timely in how they did it. Um, there's a whole thing about, you know, Washington's farewell address, uh, uh, um, talking about partisan politics and avoiding them and don't do that and a little warning you know when he stepped down and all the precedents he set but good stuff all around but the thing that really surprised me was um bill clinton i didn't know his knowledge like personal knowledge of washington and and not just facts and things you learn in history class but like interpersonal relationships, like he was very knowledgeable about Washington. He was on a big part of this series and just spouting stuff out. And I was like, Oh my, like it was a neat perspective from a former president talking about George Washington, the first president and how he thought and what he was feeling. And, and it was very, very interesting because we don't, there's a lot of stuff we don't know. Simply because after Washington died, Martha Washington burned all the all their letters she could find between the two, because she apparently didn't want people to know that side of him. So, anyways, um, you can stream. I streamed it on Hulu uh, or the History Channel. Oh, I've got the History. Channel. Yeah, it, it I was might good. Check it out. I like I like Washington. I like a little bit of history. And then, uh, real quick, the last thing I think I'm going to talk about for TV was um you guys don't watch Shit's creek but it is a huge hit it's got a great following it's in its last season i watched episodes one through six last week and it's it's still good it's a show my wife and daughter we, we does it i got a question yes about it. does it get have the flavor of those well who are, who are the people that made christopher guest yeah does it have that flavor christopher guest mighty wind uh, I don't know. Best in show, like the dog show movie. Mm, I don't know. It, uh, it's it, it's Eugene Levy and Dan Levy. Dan Levy is a showrunner. This is his project. He is great. Catherine he, O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Um, I listened. If uh, Conan O'Brien had a recent episode on his podcast with um, Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara talking about SCTV and stuff, it was great. I must not talk about Christopher Guest. No, we didn't talk about Christopher Guest. I don't even know who that is. <laughs> But I'm not a fan of that stuff, like super big fan of it. It's fine, but that's not my type of humor for the most part. And like, it's it's a very improvised, no, and very off the cuff. No, it's scripted. scripted. It's definitely scripted. It's got Chris Elliott in it. He yeah, plays. see that whole that whole crowd is not my crowd. Really? Yeah. Well, it's very good. 
got a big following. This season just keeps chugging along. I wrote down um, David and Patrick are making the wedding plans. Um, I think it was the first episode. David, we find David pees to bed when he gets uh, nervous about stuff. So that was pretty good. Moira's got her crow movie. Um, her it's as silly and ridiculous as her fake accent in the show. And then Johnny and Roland in uh, seasons, um, the last season are trying to expand the their motel empire. They're trying to create, so they buy up a second motel, and then uh, Stevie comes back. Um, to join them after uh, she's doing cabaret and all that stuff. Um, so if you haven't seen Shit's Creek, I recommend it. Maybe they don't. I recommend it. it. It's always on best of lists. It's always on. It's on the pop network. Lists. You can stream old episodes. I think on Netflix. Um, but it's great. If uh, if you like sitcoms, it, it it it's a it's fresh. And my wife and daughter have really grabbed grabbed a hold of that one so we're re-watching episodes all the time so well i tried something that jordan had suggested the second season of miracle workers which is dark ages yeah on tbs yeah and nick and i watch as one of our shows (laughs) 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 refer to a joke uh jordan came over full disclosure this is a good anecdote Jordan came over before Cliff got here, and I and we dared to speak to each other before the mics were on, and he made a great joke, and it, it I was like, we can't talk anymore. Turn the TV up. Uh, but I was saying how there's like five or six shows that me and my son watch. Uh, that show, Curb Your Enthusiasm, McMillions, documentary we're watching, Superstore, a couple other things. But we hadn't ever watched any of our episodes this week because... He had other th- th- things going on with his girlfriend, and Jordan said, "He's broke the code. It's always shows before hosts." <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, I was wow. like, I was like, you should save that for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, that show is super funny, and Simon Rich. I've, I, I forgot to tell you, I bought that last girlfriend on Earth book. I yeah I know you got it for a dollar I had to spend five dollars <laughs> but I got that and I got another one of his called uh, something Ant Farm or something and I've read both of those they were really good I'll probably end up getting all of them over the next few months just because they're just such an easy read they're just little very short blurbs of ideas for stories that he has I'm just, I found it hard to kind of describe this show or the tone of it I just keep saying oh, it's silly or bizarre. You know, I, I'm not quite sure how to explain. I guess it's hard to ex- explain if you haven't seen like Man Seeking Woman or things. It's it's that Simon Rich flavor, of, but it's so it's so funny. Like Steve Buscemi, so good, you know, and just yeah, you were saying he's the scooper, but uh, I love the doctor where they go to the doctor and somebody's got the sniffles or whatever and he's like oh yep i've seen this before and he's just doctoring with no knowledge you know he's making it up as he goes along it is like, the middle ages yeah right yeah it's all set in the middle ages they don't have any idea what's going on they're figuring things out he's like well what you're gonna have to do we're gonna have to cover your and balls and then you're gonna have to drink your own urine forever <laughs> that's the cure for the common cold <laughs> but uh it's just it's good it's daniel radcliffe yeah steve mm-hmm. buscemi 
Um, I don't know. The other talks kind of modern. They're, they make references, right. That are kind of current, but then they act like they don't know anything. You know, it's it's, it's yeah. A, it's a it's a strange balancing act, but for whatever reason, they're able to. Yeah, it on. works really well. We're enjoying it. Uh, and still watching The Outsider on HBO. We're eight episodes into that one season show, basically about it's a miniseries, I guess, about Stephen King's book. Super creepy, dark occasionally so moody and slow that you can kind of lose some of the you know it's like what is happening you know it's a little confusing I was talking to my brother Jared this week about that show and I I said it is not the slowest I like it I enjoy it but it is the slowest show and I will say is this almost over and I'll click and like 10 minutes have gone by yeah and it's like what? I do the every, same thing. I'm like, I'm only halfway through this episode. Every hour episode feels like six. And hours I'm like, long. did anything happen in this long time? But it's still. But did you see this latest episode? Not the latest one. It's great. I'm I was hanging like, out with Nick's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, the eighth episode I really liked. I, uh, I was like, okay, now it's it's winding up to the finish. I'm just afraid. Like the first maybe two episodes where we're just what is happening were the most interesting. Yeah. And it just feels... I feel like we're ahead of the characters for like six episodes where we know, okay, get to it. Yeah, and we're that's... waiting on the characters to catch up. And it's like, okay, the, we know the mystery. And you're... And it just... that Maybe that's what's making it dry. I agree with that. Yeah, that has been a problem the whole season. And it, it's, it's going on like So obviously that. it's building to some big showdown or some big answer... But it's just the middle part yeah. getting there. I'm enjoying it. I don't expect to when it's over be like, well, that was the greatest thing I ever saw. I'm gonna be like, okay, I'll watch that. It's getting critical praise, but I think it's kind of slow. So, hmm. Cliff, I can't believe you didn't bring up your Zoe show. Yeah. I watched it strictly because I wa- oh, I wanted to watch two? something that you had. Yeah, well, there's been three episodes. Oh, I've I think I've only watched two. Yeah, Zoe's extraordinary playlist. Yeah, yeah. Episode two, I thought it was just—it was They're fine. All fine. I, I don't. The show's whatever. They yeah. just sing and dance, whatever. It, it, a bunch it, of songs. But I, I had a bone to pick because they—they said uh, she said something about somebody singing heart songs to her, and mm-hmm. and like that was something you know, making her try to make her fall in love with him or whatever. Singing hearts, you know, one of her heart heart songs. Yeah, you know, just saying a song that gets to her and. The other, this other character was like, oh, you know, she's never heard of that. And she said, I just coined the term. I was like, I just wanted to correct her. No, you did not. Weezer coined the term heart songs. They have a great song called Heart Songs from 10 years ago. So you stole that. And I'm calling it out. Yeah. I anyway. Just, I thought it was just more of the same. I mean, it was fine. But, yeah. It's it's fine. I'm, I'm pr- I think I'm done. Um, especially if you're not going to have even watched it, I don't have to watch it anymore. I was too, so, so that's off my I was list. Too busy watching This Is Us, trying to get yeah, caught up. Right. Survivor's great. That's about all I'll say. The that's the uh, uh, they're doing what Marvel did only with reality TVs. Um, I wanted to, I had a thing to kind of wrap this up. Yeah. In the you know a week or two from now, we're going to be getting the third and likely final season of Westworld. I thought we would 
you know, kind of remind everyone what happened at the what's happening. You know, what happened at the end of season two. So what happened, Jordan? <laughs> Robots. Robots. Brain balls. Brain balls. Men in black. Elevators. Bernard. And that guy in the room that lit on fire every day. Okay. Right? So yeah. So should be in a week or so. The fifteenth. That covered it. Yeah, I mean that pretty much does cover it. <laughs> but that basically we had they're out into the real world. Yeah, you need yeah. to. Well, I guess I was thinking of things that you need to be reminded of. You know, there uh, the show's a cluster. They're going to probably simplify things. It looks like compared to what they did in season two, because people kind of said, "Hey, this is great," but we can't follow everything. So a whole bunch of the characters kind of stayed and uploaded their consciousness and are still in the fictional world, right? And then only a few of them left and went yeah. out into the real world. And a lot of them went to the valley beyond. So right. these yeah. people are gone. Like, yeah. Teddy's gone. So they are... Yeah, they have moved on. Yeah. Now, so at the end, Dolores was uploaded into Charlotte Hale's body. The Tessa Thompson character. Tessa Thompson. Yeah. So she was... Dolores was leaving in Tessa Thompson's body, and we found out that the third Hemsworth brother was also mm-hmm. a, ro- a robot... Anyway, so she, because he kind of let her go, and she was in that body because it was one that Bernard had built without the explosive thing in her head, so she was able to be scanned and look like a normal person or whatever, and go back to. Because that's man. the idea. They, they, you're, you would, if any of them ever got out, they would immediately be discovered and. Right, and she left with five of those brain balls. Right. Okay, so we were, and those are like the core. Memories and personalities, right? Of somebody, yeah. So when she then she gets back, and they have a printer on the mainland, you know, where they're able to print like anybody, basically. So they print. Dolores printed a new one of herself, so her brain ball's back in her. Uh, now there is a different brain ball in Tessa Thompson. We don't know who she is now, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, and there's a. Bernard, yeah, but it's no longer the Bernard, the docile one that Ford made version of Arnold. This is a free will Arnold remade by Dolores because she's not out to. I think I'm curious. They're trying to making that look. If you see the previews, like okay, it looks like that Vincent Cassell character you see in the previews is. The bad guy. He's a slick-looking guy. Looks like a bad guy, and he is getting. He's going to get Maeve somehow. Who she kind of died at the end of the second season, and Felix and Sylvester came and collected her. Yeah. See, I couldn't remember what happened. Well, they kind of got her. Like they're going to, they fix her. They're mm-hmm. going to fix her or whatever. And it's going to. It looks like it's a face-off between her and Dolores. Right. Yeah. That's but, what I got. But I get the vibe that that's not how it's going to go down because. Dolores seems to be not about... She's not for... The, they want to make it look like she's for all the robots. Yeah. It's about this robot uprising. But I think she proves by what she did with Arnold that it's more about free will anybody. And she thinks the humans are under the spell also out in the real world. So I think she's going to want to 
just get just be against Delos, the company. Oh, they're gonna which be, is that guy, which yeah. is that Vincent Casale. They're going to be best friends. Yeah, I think that they're going to have to face off, but they'll turn. They'll work together, mm-hmm. and that'll be cool. That's just you know, I can see that. But the as far as who the brain balls are, I was trying to think what our options are. We don't know who's in Tessa Thompson. Where did the man in black end up? The man, the man in black, okay. He was killed in the basement. He went down the elevator. Yeah. He went, his whole deal he was doing last season was running a loop to try to find a way to not kill his daughter. Because he killed her because he thought she was a bot. Mm-hmm. And she wasn't. And now she shows up, I think at the end of the second season, as a bot. You know, but he, he, he was trying... It's so complex. I don't even remember everything, so I don't know necessarily. But she, he was trying to figure out how to not kill her. And, you know, we don't know when this is going to be also. Like, when there's probably a time jump of some sort. So it's possible that the original Man in Black, you know, isn't alive anymore, you know, in the real world. And who knows what's going on. It, we'll see. I'm sure there'll be flashbacks here and there to things. But the the brain balls c- could be Clementine, mm-hmm. you know. It could be uh, Abernathy, Dolores's dad, or whatever. And he was wasn't he the one that had like everybody's information in their head, yeah, his head or something. something. Uh, that one guy, that Delos guy, Strand, that was like bossing everybody around in the second season. Because she like I think when she's in that book place with all the books, she sees his book. And stuff, so she could have got his brain ball or book, or I don't even know. Anyway, <laughs> the main point is there's no more Teddy. He went to the Valley Beyond. There's no more of the, uh, I can't remember her name, the girl that exploded, blew herself up. Um, I'll never remember her name. But she sacrificed herself. But then, anyway, there's, I'm excited to find out who's. You yeah, know, who yeah. she took with her off the island or whatever, mm-hmm. and, or whatever. Who could at. be useful? Yeah, and Aaron Paul is, you know, some sort. Of, you know, he's a human, and Dolores is hooking up with him. It looks like in the previews, and I assume she's probably like, "Hey, you guys are being controlled by this company too. Let's work together." Type thing. I don't know, but I'm super excited. The previews have looked awesome. They're they're able to make it a little cheaper by going out into the real world, mm-hmm. just using fantastical locations that are in our real world instead of having to create these sets and things. So I'm pretty psyched. Okay. So if you didn't remember what how it ended, there you go. You're equally confused. I'm we could have left a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't help. <laughs> that didn't help. Now my worry is they're gonna say, you know, six episodes in, we're gonna learn, haha, I've got the I've got the brain ball of and they're gonna name someone like I don't know who Yeah. Like I'll we're tell you. we're gonna have forgotten many of the important elements. The little yeah. minute recap. I think it would be smart to go back and watch the second season. Yeah, but who's got the time? Exactly. True. I might do it here in the next couple of weeks. Or you could just listen to our podcast. That's true. We didn't do much recapping of the second season. Well, the first think. season was pretty intense. Second yeah. season we covered a little bit. So, 
Yeah. We'll see. We'll play season three by ear here and mm-hmm. see what's happening. Anything else, TV? That should do it for okay. at least a little while. <laughs> <laughs> Television. It's where it's at. Now I got to go over and go back to work at News Radio. That's right. <laughs> where were you going? Regal Beagle. Yeah, you got to go. You can I come get a beer to Regal Beagle? <laughs> Oh, shoot. Jordan's got work on morning. To, I'm going to New Rochelle in New York. <laughs> yeah. I got I to remember to bring Richie something. He always wants a present. Yeah. All righty, everybody. Thank you for listening. We'll be back shortly. My name is Jordan Lou. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Bye forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.